Ride for Mental Health 2020 rolls through Newport, New York, June 27th and 28th. Proceeds benefit McLean Hospital, a Harvard Medical School affiliate. One in five adults in the U.S. experience mental illness. Help us accelerate treatment, education, and research while you cycle the scenic Hudson Valley in honor of Eric Doris. To register, go to RideForMentalHealth.org. That's RideForMentalHealth2020. Help us ride away the stigma. Are you ready to lace up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit? Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now, Will Foley and Timothy Patrick. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another Above Ground Podcast. Timmy, how are you this week, man? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing all right, brother. I'm doing all right. Hanging in. Hanging in. Hanging in, man. You know? Dealing with the dailies. Yeah, dealing with the dailies, dealing with the grind. Doing the daily grind. Dealing with the weather. Ugh, yeah. Ugh. Sucks. <laughs> I hate this weather. Maybe that's part of my problem. Maybe I just need to uh, I need to accept winter. <laughs> you need to accept winter. You need to radically, radically accept winter. Radically accept winter, yes. Thanks, Tara Brock. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and for any uh, new people, new listeners. We appreciate you giving us the chance to enlighten your day. That's right, man. Today we are going to talk about the biology of mental illnesses. Yes. The in, our non-scientific, in our non-scientific talk here. Yes. Timmy, what is... Uh, what do you got over there for your notes there, sir? Well, to start off, I think would be a good um, good way to start off, I, I should say, would be um, this little passage here about in order to understand what mental illness is or the effects, understanding the brain will help with controlling the body. Ah, I like that. Yeah. It all starts in the mind. It does. You know, and and when the brain gets sick, it causes basically communication problems with every everything else in the body. And 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 uh, if anybody understands what communication is, that it can just uh, basically destroy things. Yeah, we're so, gonna get into some of that today. We are gonna. I I do have some fancy words and 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 um to talk about. You know, like uh, like neurons. 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 Yeah. You want to talk about neurons? Yeah, we could talk about neurons. A specialized cell creating nerve impulses. Wow. Basically, I guess the the more um, the word we would probably use is brain cells. But I wanted to sound like we were smart for like thirty seconds. Well, it's it's very short lived. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, like I was saying earlier, if the, when the brain gets sick, there ends up uh, communication problems. And your brain cells are the ones that send signals, you know, basically communicating um, to all the different other parts, you know, chemically, electrically, uh, through impulses. So that's where that falls into play. I see. And, uh, and we know if there's if there's, you know bypasses on the highway we know if there's road closures that things don't function quite as well right right and like uh behavior could be linked with you know 
things that are controlled by the brain. Um, physical functions, uh, nervous, muscular, circulatory, respiratory, digestive system, um, any kind of responsive signaling, uh, emotions, perception, obviously seeing, uh, thinking would be more on the cognitive side, but these are all uh, interrelated, and they all, uh, again, with the communication, if, if, one, if one of these, um, I guess, one of these uh, is off, of, of their off kilter, then the task that they are supposed to be performing will not be 100%, and therefore it will affect the other cogs in, in the process. So it will not flow smoothly, and it will not correctly do its job. That's right, man. If you've got a bent spoke on your motorcycle tire, that tire is not going to spin properly. Not, it's you might not even gonna, get a little head shake from it. You might, yeah. Mm-hmm. You might. Yeah. I know, uh, I know that physical injury can wreak havoc on the nervous system that's especially true. and i i often wonder if that's partly part of my problem as of the last few years just because i've had some late i took a fall about two weeks ago man and i'm still hurting oh yeah yeah dude yep well yeah. i mean you know when i say again like brain gets sick or any kind it's of trauma all my or spine there, uh, some of the causes, you know, would be uh, a TBI. Yeah, you know, TBI is brain definitely. damage, infection. Yeah, which is crazy that an infection. But I get uh, it. If yeah. left untreated, it it wreaks havoc on the yeah. I mean, nervous, s- certain infections system. have been linked to brain damage and the development of mental illness. So you know, that's uh, I guess for an example would be a condition known as uh, pediatric autoimmune neuropsychiatric disorder. Pandas. Yeah, which yeah. you know they make up whatever I acronyms. Say yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but anyways, that's associated with the strep, you know, streptococcus bacteria, and that's been linked to the development of OCD, and you know, in children, I guess you could say. So I mean, OCD is basically just another form of anxiety. Yeah. You know, but it's it's all linked. You know, prenatal damage, um, genes. There's 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 definitely some um, factors that come into play when we're talking about a sickness of the brain or you yeah. know, some kind of injury of the brain. Yeah, I've, I've questioned the genetics thing for quite a while because if you guys have listened to the show for a while, you've heard the stories that I come from the... My mother lives with schizoaffective disorder and uh, her, her sister, my aunt, uh, lives with schizophrenia. And there was definitely some uh, major depression on that side of the family. And I definitely have gotten those genes i can see it in my face i can see like i just i have a lot of those genes and sometimes i've wondered if that's been more part of it but you hit a certain age and you're not in those environments anymore and you're still dealing with the same shit then it's really up to you to to really change it and it's really your fucking fault at this point, I mean, well, seriously, I mean, I, I'm not trying. I'm, yeah, you know, somebody, I, you yes, know what but if somebody doesn't know, you know what I mean, they may, you know, be stuck in their routines. So, well, yeah, it's easy to get. It's easy. But to I get know what that. you're saying. I, I, I agree with it. It's just, I, um, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's, it's something happened to us that may not have been our fault, but 
now it's our fault or it's our it's responsibility our, to accept it and to you know work on it and right and if you're not going to work on it or ignore it well yeah i mean that's exactly what you know i think part of what we're trying to do is not only help recognize it but you know give you some options to um maintain you know the on the wellness um wheel you know stay on the wellness side of the wheel you know yeah as opposed to the illness side um just because again if that's you know i think i look in what you were just saying i'm just going to go off with what you're saying i i think i look at um mental illness the same way as far as we are all giving a set of of variables you know you may have a different set than he does she has got a different set than i do and if some of them come from our genes but it also the path that we take absolutely you know so it's like i'm more susceptible to you know this because of this so you know so that means it's really up to you to to choose the different path yeah i mean people are going to argue it and people are going to get mad at us for saying it but i that's my thoughts on it yes it's not it's not your fault what happens to you it's your fault what you do with it at a certain point in life where you can't play the passive you know victim the victim game yeah and, and that's but it's easy to get caught in that and i'm well, not and, sure, I, and, but and, that's, and going back to the brain that's you know when you're sad you have those negative thoughts and you start feeding them well right that's gonna and affect your mood that's gonna affect your behavior it's gonna affect your stomach it's gonna affect as I was saying with the brain, if something happens in, in, in part one of the brain, it's going to show up in other parts of the brain as well. Right. And then it's going to affect those it's, parts yeah, of your body absolutely. that those that the parts of those the parts that the brain is firing is going to show up in your body. Because we there's no doubt I, I don't I, I don't will never argue the fact that we definitely absorb trauma. Our bodies absorb trauma now some of us are better at dissipating this these things and they're better some people are better at letting shit go you know elsa yeah. was El, elsa was right let it go but it's like you know sometimes you can't let it go well <laughs> or sometimes you just can't let it go sometimes if it happened uh, in your childhood you may have stored it somewhere deep dark and 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 you only know where it is and you don't even know where it is anymore. i don't know where it went so i know it, i felt it, it enter it i felt it enter you gotta I've find said this that. before. You gotta accept it and then work on that. Digest every little dissect, not digest. Dissect every little piece of that, and and you know, again, it's your responsibility to take that in your own hands. I mean, we can all say, "Oh, go to the doctor, go to this, or try this," but like at the end of the day, you're making that choice. It's your responsibility to go to the doctor or to you know try a holistic approach. You know, start eating right. Start. You know, thinking better. It's not a. It's it's consuming. It's not necessarily. You know that we're 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 doing things wrong. It's just we're consuming too much, and you got to pay attention to what you're consuming. You know, whether it be TV, whether it be you know hanging out with the wrong crowd or, or shitty food, shitty or... food. But it's all you know. It's it all affects. There's all. Again, if one of the part, parts isn't working properly, it's going to affect another part, you know? Yeah, I'm totally agreeing you with know, that, man. Brain network could be disrupted. Uh, neurochemical messengers may not be working properly. Um, 
I know. I think in in PET scans, the um, the levels show up differently when the receptors aren't working. So you know, you, 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 we're dealing with that. I guess that would fall into more of the environment category. But we're dealing with that side of it when. You know, you go to the doctor if you break your arm and they're like, oh, let's take an x-ray and see where it is, pinpoint this and put a cast on and fix it. You know what I mean? Or a brace, whatever it needs and fix it. But you go in and talk about some of your symptoms and they're like, um, all right, here, try this uh, antidepressant or try well, this. That's it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, let's look further. Let's uh, put more time and effort into where you, let's walk back and see where you fell into the river and how you fell into that river instead of just picking you up by the river and going all right there here's some clean clothes that are dry see you later right you have to it, it's all about actually being curious about why because as as we know the the child brain is the purest created creative brain there is when you're a child you have unlimited amounts of creativity until it starts to get zapped out of you and then it, it's a fight to get back to that and to find the, and to find the wounded child underneath buried underneath all that i've um i i'm doing i'm i'm really trying to do a lot of work on this myself because this is where a lot of my problems stem from and i've been able to finally finally like say some stuff to people now that I've been needing to say, finally, I just, I, I got to a point now where I just can't put anything else in. I have to start getting rid of shit. I have to start cleaning out the closets and start doing that and, inner and, burn, man. Yeah, dude. And yeah, we're going to inner burn, man. That's we, are the, gonna, we are going to put together some kind of uh, uh, a cleansing. We've called something. it a, um, well, we're going to be talking about it. Uh, we're going to be, uh, if you are a listener of the podcast, um, We've, uh, I got a great idea from one of our listeners about a week ago, and uh, we're going to call it a controlled burn. And um, if you're on the Facebook page, if you follow us on Facebook, uh, once the summer you know starts uh, coming closer, we're going to do it around spring. I think we're going to. You got to be around. careful because if we're going to be out in your lawn, you're going to have you might step in some dirty brown water, or, you know. <laughs> Dirty mud, you'd be rolling around. Well, you don't want to do any of that. So nah, we might, but we might way, be fine. We are, on a serious <laughs> level, we we would like to do something like that and invite um, our listeners and and just have a good time and 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 uh, you know do some things that could be very beneficial for us as individuals. Absolutely, man. Controlled burn. That's what it's all about. Controlled burn. Controlled burn. But it, going back to the what I was saying on the medical field side of it, you know, with the PET scans and stuff, I guess um, if they if it is something where there's a change in the receptors and it's like miscommunication problem, I, from what I understand, they can read like if they're without the, the something binds to the receptors and it lights up and then with it does not bind with the receptors and doesn't light up right and so they can you know obviously tell uh you know get pinpoint things and get a a better idea of as to what's going on or what's more closer to the source of the problem yeah if you really want to hear a really well thought out um theory on all of this stuff man change your brain change your life from daniel amen is actually a re like he says it in a way that you can understand it and comprehend it without needing a, a you know a microbiology degree 
Yeah, that's very true. And so does Joe Dispenza. Joe Dispenza is really, uh, Dr. Joe is uh, really, really well put and re- well thought together with uh, the biology of all of it. And it's, uh, bless you. Oh, yeah, this is real, man. Yeah. Just trying to I'm do glad little... you didn't get your cooties all over that mic, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Will is, too. <laughs> careful of the viruses. Those viruses. Virus. It's a virus. So going, uh, um, going back a little bit to what um, Will was talking about with, as far as uh, genetics, you know, um, mental illness uh, sometimes runs in the family, um, basically suggesting that people who have a family member with a mental illness may be somewhat more likely to develop one themselves. And don't forget also, too, we don't know... I mean, unless your parents are really, really forthright with you and tell you exactly what was going on, what happens when you are actually in the womb is that you are really, really connected to your mother. And if your mother is experiencing trauma in any way, or if she has some sort of illness, she's dumping these chemicals through her body constantly. And these chemicals are getting into your system. And yes, maybe you can maybe you can avoid it, maybe. But oftentimes you are absorbing a lot of these things through your mother. And if your mother hasn't, you know, if if your mother's not the yoga mom of the of the two thousands now, where you know everybody's watching everything that they're putting in, or or you know, doing, and we're not telling you what what to do or not what to. Yeah, now we're not here you know, to tell you that. I mean, we're just here to share anybody. some we're information. We're just sharing information. I just gotta make sure you know we. Everyone, someone's gonna get upset. Nah, you know what, man? If you gotta get upset, well, then get upset. Be mad, but you know it'll go by. <laughs> you know, opinions are like assholes, man. We all got them. They all stink, and you may not like the smell of your own fart. So, it is what it is. <laughs> your own brand. There, That's right. There we have it. your own blend. I think we've changed roles today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> These are the ABCs of me, baby. <laughs> so, but again, what I, uh, which I, I think I'm going to repeat again, but the you know susceptibility <laughs> is passed on in families through genes. So, again, with those variables, if you have a different set of variables that, you know what I mean, and you join uh, this this group or, or start this uh, career, they may affect you differently than they affect somebody a- else. Absolutely, but now, because the thing is, is that we we started talking about. If if you've ju- if you're just tuning in for the first time, man, if you're just checking this out, we uh, started a couple weeks ago on the podcast. We started talking about the causes of mental illness, and today we are on the biology of it all. But what we what we really have to understand is is that all of these factors, whether it be environmental, which we covered last week, or Bio- biological or what we're going to cover for next week um, being the, the psychological part of it. Um, they are all interrelated. They are they are all related, man. They're all members of a band that need to play together in time, in key. Somebody can't be out of tune because it just sounds like shit. So it, it really does... Everything affects everything else. And that, that's the thing about, like... Like it's sometimes it's hard for us to sit here and and constantly go over some of the same stuff because everything seems to to say the same thing and all the things we read, yet it's so hard to to absorb and actually 
put into practice for so many people. Yeah, well, and not, I mean, in defense of so many people, the the culture that we live in does not help any of like. No, well, lot, no, no. A lot of people look doesn't. at you with two heads. If you, you know what I mean. If you say that you, you know, you, your gut, your gut and brain are linked, they're gonna be like, "What, dude? What are you, dude, talking, what are you about? talking about?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, I uh, ain't Big Max, and I'm all right. Right. Exactly. But exactly. right, exactly. You know, I've been smoking for twenty mm-hmm. years, and I'm fine. Uh, okay, okay. I mean, I just you know read stuff, and uh, when the same thing keeps popping up, no matter what book I read or where, it's you know it's pretty uh, safe to say that that that, that could be <laughs> that fact. might be all right. <laughs> and some there of might stuff not be is, any fake news in that one. Well, and some of this stuff is scientifically proven. You know, I do still. I will still. I and we always come back to this argument. I do, you know, I, we love Daniel Amen on this podcast um, because he actually looks, he scans your brain. And again, you are dealing with professionals who are going by a diagnostic manual to tell you that you fit this symptom cluster and we're going to throw this cocktail at you. We're going we're gonna to throw this thing at you. You should do this. You should do that. And... They don't really understand all of the the levels, and again, if you're gonna and if you're gonna go to somebody for med management, then the med manager is really only there to manage your meds, and that's that's really their job. I mean, that's what they do. That's why they're psychopharmacologists now. That's because that's what they do. And unfortunately, some of that is a crapshoot. Well, it is. Well, they, I mean, when I mean, when when one of them tells you it's a crapshoot, and we don't know if it's going to work, but we're just going to throw stuff at it. You know, we'll look at it every few months. We'll check your blood. You know, this is going to do this to you. This is going to do this to you. I, there, there's an inherent flaw oh, in sure. that. However, like. Granted, if if you read um, anything from uh, Kenneth Cohen, uh, Kenneth Cohen is a, a Qigong master, is a, an Eastern philosophy dude. Um, he uh, is a tea ceremony uh, gene. Like he, that this is what he does, and he has often said that what happens is is that American, the Western model of medicine. And 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 if you go to acupuncturists, if you if you take part in any of the holistic stuff, the a lot of the holistic stuff, none of the holistic stuff is from the westernized world. Okay, it's all from the eastern side of the world, man. It's all it's 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 either based in India or the Orient or some part of that world where they were more in touch with their bodies and minds than we are here because we're disconnected because everything is spoon fed to us. And it's one of those things where Western medicine is great for trauma. West and they and everybody says this. Western medicine for a broken arm, a broken leg, traumatic injuries, gunshots, car accidents. American eyes medicine is amazing. It's it, they they know what they're doing. However, when the model is based on how many scripts you can put in your in your in your pharmacist box and there's so many different variables here that do not exist in other places because other places are more open-minded there's people here that are open-minded but not as open-minded to to the whole fact that if you're going to argue that your head is not is not related to your gut then you've already then you're already off the boat 
you're already in the water and you're already treading. And, you know, you're probably getting circled by a feeding frenzy and you just don't know it yet. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're going to need a bigger fucking boat. You're gonna I, period. Bigger, you're going to need, need a bigger, bigger boat. boat. <laughs> nice. But it's, but it's true, you know. A Western medicine is great, man. Doc, trauma, emergency room. You wouldn't want to be anywhere else because right. you, you don't want to feed herbs into a bullet hole. But and, and, and again, that's where our culture, it's like you, I was listening to, um, was this part of a, I think it, it may have been uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza's, one of his books, Becoming Superhuman, I think. I believe it was that. It was either that or it was, it was definitely Joe Dispenza. I don't know if it was the book or if it was a podcast, but just a real quick clip on what you're talking about because it goes with that it also goes with the environment we live in so he he was dealing with um he was he he himself was dealing with some sleep issues and i think he was he was watching some late night infomercials you know about um i I, this part i don't know if it was about cancer or if it was about it was about you know something it was it was for some kind of illness and of course him watching it, he knows he knows his stuff and he knows you know what's going on right so the, here's this this so-called company that is selling this product and they're telling you it does it, that it does this and he flat out knows that it does not do that and in fact he was so concerned be- what they were doing was because what was in this so-called drug actually had negative effects on if you had, you know, illness A or B, and you took that, so he he went further and looked up this company or whatever, and found that they owned this other thing, and then he saw another commercial that was put out by them that was like basically, like, just basically telling you lies is what, you know, what I can say <laughs> is 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 basically telling you lies, and that's what we've all been spoon fed lies, our whole lives. And I'm not blaming like certain uh, you people know, or it's parents. Funny but that, it's funny that you say that because I was thinking about this. The truth be told is that we start out believing lies because I, I, I granted, I, I get why we talk about Santa Claus. I get why we created the Easter Bunny in a way. It's it's supposed to be magical. You're supposed to teach kids hope. You're like maybe there's something well, yeah, out there's... there. However, you are literally lying. Year after year to kids to to believe in the tooth fairy, to believe like like there's all this just this bullshit. I mean it's it's out and out fucking lie that any of this ex- exists. Seriously. I, look, there's I know. good people. No, that, I know, but, but I'm saying it's like on a larger you, but, scale. But when you think about it, you've already started the bedrock of that from inception. Right. Right. I mean from the beginning. But as say like a newer parent, we don't know because that's that's what we've been doing. That's yeah, what has been I, done I, for the past hundred years. Yeah, but you know what, dude, you you never questioned whether you wanted the. I I did. I, did. I have. I don't. I, I mean, never, over the we years, never, I never. We never did the tooth fairy thing or anything. It was Santa until he had kind of um, said something about it, and then I just basically tried to go off of um, the the Polar Express. I think it's that the message where I said, look, I said, here's the deal. It's like, you know, whether or not Santa is actually a real person, I said, but there's a spirit of Christmas that if you believe in, it just makes it a little bit better. Like every year to look forward to something cool with family. But that's, but that's, 
But that's ener- That's the energy part of it. That's the spot that we miss all of it in. Like that. That's because you're you're because and I think that that's where it sets it up. Like that's a good setup. Like I like that's awesome how you did that. But that's not how. That's not how we raise our kids. Well, that's, most. No, that's I what mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying everybody. I'm not saying everybody. I know because I don't. I you know the Jewish the Jewish faith is different, and everybody has oh, different. Sure, yeah. Everybody has different. But I'm saying, but the media will basically end up telling you what to do and what is right and what is wrong. I mean, there's there's look in the newspaper just this morning something about uh you know the, this big coronavirus that you know even though the flu has killed over sixty kids just this year. Ah, dude, the flu is in my house. The flu is is way more you know oh terrible. Ab- absolutely way more absolutely. you know. But anyways, my story is there was something about on the coronavirus and this and how it, you know, blah, 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 and this and that. And I read something, like, literally the day before I saw this article in a newspaper that was from the CDC that said if you are traveling or if you are, um, you know, if you work, if you're basically, like, away from home for a certain amount of time, do not wear face masks. Really? From the From the CDC. And whether or not, because I mentioned it to somebody else, and they're like, well, maybe because certain um, face masks don't, like, there's something with the, uh, like, in and out, like, the, it's breathable sort of thing, and maybe if, if, if it's something, a virus gets in there, it could be trapped in within it or something. But either way, I'm like, then they're not specific. Like, what is it? It's like, if you pay attention to the news and the newspaper, you're going to get, like, eight different stories. Well, right. And depending on which, where, what you're read reading. These uh, right. And go, and, wow, this is what's going on. No, that's not what's going on. No. This is not real life. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's a huge problem. Huge problem. We're feeding people lies. Well, we've been feeding people lies for a long time. I know, time. but these are killing people. Like, nah, there's been a lot of lies and killed okay. a lot of people, man. Come Fair on. Enough. Fair you enough. You know what I mean? Seriously. Fair I mean, enough. Just, just to say it. All right. But <laughs> let me be pissed for a second, all right? Ah, poor Timmy. His hat just, his hat and headphones went boom for a <laughs> second. Right? They, and they, But they came back down like an angel's wings. They were just like... <laughs> angel's wings. All right. So let me, let me just... Let me get back a little bit. Um, this is something that... Uh, it's my favorite part of the week. Will had printed out from... Uh, is this from WebMD, right? Yeah, I, I printed out... There's a, the there's a, yeah, there's a Mayo Clinic one and a WebMD one. So you guys know where they are. You can go to WebMD, Mayo. But this one I just wanted to... Because this is actually... Uh, it, it, it's headline, What Biological Factors Are Involved in Mental Illness? And it says, some mental illnesses have been linked to abnormal functioning of nerve cell circuits or pathways that connect particular brain regions. Neurons! Nerve cells within these brain circuits communicate through chemicals called neurotransmitters. Tweaking these chemicals through medicine, psychotherapy, and other medical procedures can help brain circuits run more efficiently. In addition, defects in or injury to certain areas of the brain have also been linked to some mental conditions. But again, though, you're talking about neurons, and most of the people in the mental health field aren't scientists, and they're not looking actually at your neurons. No, they're, no, and I they're know. they're I just know. and they're just you know oh we're just gonna we're gonna map out a trip for but, you and. 
you know, they're, again, um, uh, the pituitary gland. Let's take that for an example, just because I have this written down here. A pituitary gland. When in a relaxed state, it releases serotonin, oxytocin, endorphins, dopamine. Now, if, if we know what all these are, I will... Let me just... You want me to... You, are, you want, to, want to read a couple of these? But well, so, just in case. So, and I, I really wish Timmy knew what book this was from. <laughs> Because I'm bummed because there was something else that you just sent me that was from the same book because I could tell because it was the same I could probably headline. figure out maybe through the pictures if I... Yeah, you gotta because that was that fish oil one. The DPA, the EPH. I really need to figure out what I book know. this is. Uh, but serotonin is one of your primary feel-good hormones. And I'm reading from this book and I'm sorry, I don't know what the book is because I don't, there's nothing on this that says what it is. Uh, it counteracts anxiety and is associated with feelings of calmness, serenity, optimism, and self-confidence. While serotonin is manufactured primarily in your gut, Bingo, sufficient levels of this hormone moving freely in the brain help you feel happy and calm. Binds more effectively in the brain when cortisol levels are low. Now, cortisol... Is the stress fight or flight chemical that gets dumped into your body when you are in fight, flight, or freeze? Cortisol is what is released into your body. I, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I mean, cortisol is the it's a it's it's the it's it's a stress hormone. It's basically the bad stress hormone. So maybe you're right. Maybe that maybe the uh, f fight, flight or freeze releases that. I have it written down here somewhere. Just give me a second. Um fight. Yes, you are absolutely right. Through the sympathetic nervous system. Right, the sympathetic nervous system. Yes. Right. Yes. So what happens is after your body has absorbed so much cortisol over a certain amount of time, it rewires the transmitters. And it will be very hard. And this is what SSRIs do. The SSRIs are supposed to help with your serotonin up uptake because that's what they do. They're supposed to get more serotonin into your system. But I think I, I don't. I think if you're not acknowledging the cortisol dumps and you're just dumping in SSRIs, how is that really going to? How are you going to balance one or the other without? How, how can you balance one and say this medicine will balance this, but yet if your cortisol levels are fucking through the roof, how are you going to, like, how does that work? It doesn't. Because you, all you're doing is you're you're throwing a rubber ball at a wall, and it's just coming back. And it's just like, okay, the rubber ball just went to good, now it's bad again. It's, 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 it's whiplash. It's literally <laughs> mental whiplash. Whiplash. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, right. I mean, stress. Stress kills dopamine. Stress. Um, actually, there's been studies that show um, stress in individuals. It actually shrinks the hippocampus. Don't shrimp. Don't shrink the hippo. Shrimp. We got shrimp boat. <laughs> shrimp boat. Um, your amygdala actually gets bigger under stress. Um, and then the prefrontal cortex m miscommunicates during stress. Wow. Hence the reason why your functioning goes down. It, exactly Is, right. You know yeah, what I no, mean? You're absolutely right. Absolutely. Hence the reason why, like, when I'm triggered by certain things, my functioning actually goes down. Therapist told me that, and I know it, and I, I can tell. Like, I know, like, certain things will 
will like literally send my functioning into zero decibels. Zero. Done. Nothing. Nothing going to happen. Yeah. I mean, and don't forget, even perceived threats are just as bad as an actual threat because our brain right because well our brain doesn't know the difference between the lion who's going to eat us or the pack of wolves that's waiting or that latte that you have that you know maybe they forgot your uh, right (laughs) or or the asshole that cut you off on the north right and 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 I will say that's the one place that I've made great strides is in my road rage because it's 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 been very pardon me it's been very minimal. I thought you were going to get all sentimental on me. No, 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 no. Now, there's no sentiment here. (laughs) All right, let me go back to, uh, because I had mentioned uh, neurotransmitters. So I just want to do a quick touch on neurotransmitters. Do you know about neurotransmitters, Will? Timmy, tell me about neurotransmitters. Tell me about those little firings. I'm going to tell you about the major six. They say there's six. The major six would be serotonin. Uh, glutamate, dopamine, oh boy, uh, norepinephrine. Oh, norepinephrine. Norepinephrine, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Say that five times. That's a good drinking game right there. Um, what what was that? One, two, three, four. So GABA, G-A-B-A, which again, that stands for something I didn't write it down. Um, and then, uh, ACH, which is, uh, acetylcholine, acetylcholine, something like that. I'm not sure how to Choline. Choline? Yeah. All right. So. GABA inhibits the firing of neurons. Yes. Now this is from Quizlet.com. It's the mood modulator, basically, is what it is. So dopamine is a neurotransmitter used in the parts of the brain involved in regulating movement and experiencing pleasure. Boom. The glutamate is an excitatory neurotransmitter that helps strengthen synaptic connections between neurons. And, and an endorphin is a, it binds to opiate receptors and moderates pain. Serotonin is a neurotransmitter used by cells and parts of the brain involved in the regulation of sleep, mood, and eating. Norepinephrine is a neurotransmitter involved in arousal, as well as in learning and mood regulation. That's actually um, linked with the fight-or-flight process as well. Um, Basically, like uh, excess anxiety in the body, it would be hyperactive would be norepinephrine, norepinephrine, in the body would be hyperactive. <laughs> it, pro- it provides accurate assessment of danger. Ah. So if, if something else is cl- is, is clouding the, that, that's going to be wrong. Sure. And then the acetylcholine is a neurotransmitter used by neurons in the PNS and CNS in the control functions ranging from muscle contraction and heart rate to digestion and memory. Now, I hormones, really need to find out what the PNS and CNS is. Hormones and uh, hormones, sleep, sexuality, same thing with that. Um, uh, uh, according to what I wrote down, the ACH is the first to be identified or was the first to be identified out of these six major um, neurotransmitters. Uh, I think there's, I think there's uh, more than 100, actually, neurotransmitters uh, in the body. So CNS is the central nervous system. And PNS is the peripheral, peripheral nervous system. 
Yes, I have that. And the peripheral nervous system contains the nerves which leave the brain and the spinal cord and travel to certain areas of the body, where the central nervous system contains the brain and the spinal cord. And the cent- yeah, the central nervous system basically is the the, the you know the, the the big sign on the wall, and then everything else stems from that, which is it's the, the big per- neon sign, man. Beer here, and then the uh, um, autonomic nervous system, uh, the somatic nervous system, branch off of that. Ah. So the somatic nervous system deals with like sensory um, motor skills, muscles, oh, fine motor skills, and then the autonomic is more of involuntary functions like digesting, internal organs, heartbeat. Ah, the stuff that you don't actually control, right? Like yes. your breathing, like your respiratory, yes. like your respiratory system. Yep. Your and then off of off of the autonomic, that's. That's where it stems off into one side is the sympathetic nervous system, and then the other side is the parasympathetic nervous system. And as Will said earlier, the sympathetic nervous system is is uh, basically the, the, the fight, flight, freeze, you know, and that's wow. where stress and cortisol come in. And then on the other side of it, the parasitic, parasympathetic nervous system, that's when your body slows back down. That's where healing take, takes place. It's uh, that's like I guess you could call your recovery mode. Wow, is in the Paris, yeah, like um, meditation, um, uh, you know, any kind of meditation, it, it shows up as far as the parasitic, parasympathetic nervous system. It you know it really um, has a lot to do with that and and you know calming that part of it. That's what meditation does. Yeah, puts out the fires. Put out the fires, the meditation, nice. you know, again. So, yeah, that's, 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 you know, again, this is the central nervous system. Right. Which, this is, know? yeah, these are the ABCs of you and me. These are the ABCs. And everybody, and everybody else, man. This is, this is what's going on in your body. Your body is a very complicated temple of, of terror. Yes, I, you could say that, you know. Sometimes. You have to armor up, man. Yeah, you do, man. You got to armor up. Armor up, man. Next week, we're going to talk about the... The... Uh, psychology. The psychology. The psychological factors that contribute to mental illness, man. And, you know, psychological factors are, are super, super important, um, as we know, uh, because, because uh, that's why... Um, we have some of the issues, but uh, before we before we take off, man, uh, from from the a symphony of draining chemicals um, chapter of this awesome book that I don't know what it is, <laughs> um, a brain brain drain individuals will have high levels of one or more of the brain drainers and low levels of one or more of the brain balancers. And the combinations can make you prone to unique brain-draining symptoms and also make you more prone to specific mental illnesses. Uh, people low in acetyl—I said it right earlier. You did say it earlier. Acetyl, acetylcholine Choline. may feel constant dread. Those with low GABA are prone to alcoholism and bipolar disorder. Wow, look at that shit. Low serotonin may lead the people... To feel anxious or perfectionistic. Wow, that's another fucking thing. And be prone to anorexia. Brain-drained individuals with low melatonin will have sleep disorders. If you have low oxytocin, you may feel lonely or more prone to develop 
post-traumatic stress disorder. And with low endorphins, you may be prone to pain, bulimia, and even self-mutilation. And these levels may also predict what you use to self-medicate. People with low GABA may try to use alcohol to feel at ease. Those with low serotonin may use sugar or processed carbs uh, since they release the hormone in the brain. But it's always more complicated than we make it. And it really is more complicated than we make it because you've got a cacophony of crap going on, man. It's just There's just a lot of shit going on in that dome of yours. So don't feel bad. Just tune in to Above Ground Podcast and we'll help right. set you straight. And when someone man. says, man, it's all in your head, you can say, yeah, you it know is. what? It is. <laughs> it is all in my head. So I, we hope you enjoyed this uh, biological trip through the through the treasure trove of braining. Of braining. Of braining. Braining, <laughs> of draining brain chemicals. Yeah, there you go. Your symphony of destruction. That's right, symphony. There you go. I like <laughs> it. I like it. And make sure you tune in uh, next week if you want to hear more of the psychological side. That's the right. The factors that we are going to um, be speaking of. Yeah, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk all about that shit. So until next week, man. Be well. Be safe. Be above. Above Ground Podcast is in no way intended to be a substitute for professional help in any manner or degree. We are not therapists, doctors, or professionals in the medical field. These are the opinions and experiences of two individuals just like you, our peers, who live with mental illness and all of its conditions. If you or anyone you know are experiencing a mental health crisis, please go to your nearest emergency room, call 911, or you can call the National Suicide Hotline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Eight two five five. Be well, be safe, be above. <laughs>